Real Nerds is a proud partner of the Denver Podcast Network. In the shadow of the mountains, we speak. Do you remember where you were when we elected a Sasquatch president? How about when you learned Ben Franklin was a robot? Or first heard Stalin's mixtape? I'm Zach Powers. I'm Brian Flynn, and we host The Revisionists. Each episode, one person explains real history and another tells an alternate version. And the winner becomes the truth. We let comics from Denver and around the country run wild through history. It's an in-depth look at history, but with more Babadooks. Check out The Revisionists, available every other Saturday. Wherever you get podcasts and at revisionistpodcast.com. Oh, hi, podcast listeners. There's many ways you can listen to The Real Nerds Podcast. You can subscribe on iTunes. You can also subscribe on Stitcher Radio. You want to send us a Twitter message? You can do that. It's so easy. At Real Nerds. Like us on Facebook, Real Nerds Podcast. You can visit our website, realnerdspodcast.com, where there will be a lot of articles for you to not only read, but to listen to our previous shows. You can also call us, 720-6Nerds5. Thanks for listening, and enjoy the show. Hi, this is Brian. No, that's this is my announcer voice, and you're listening to Real Nerds Podcast. Should I do this as my real self? Oh, shucky darn. Hi, this is Brian Cummings. You're listening to Real Nerds Podcast. Okay, do it straight. Hi, this is Brian Cummings, and actually you are listening to Real Nerds Podcast. Send money and real estate. Welcome to another Real Nerds Podcast interview from Denver Pop Culture Con 2019. Hope you enjoy. Welcome to Real Nerds Podcast live from Denver Pop Culture Con. I'm joined by James here. Hello. Hey, so you wanted to talk about some video games, man. Yeah. Okay, so you're talking to a, a, a total, like, lame person because I don't play video games anymore. The last time I played a video game was PlayStation 2, Lord of the Rings, Return of the King. <laughs> so I've got a lot of catching up to do. Give me some catch up. What is... What is hot in the gaming world right now? So currently, um, Call of Duty is has announced their uh, has announced um, their most recent game that they're working on. As far as I know, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure that um, right now they're working on a remaster or something like that of Modern Warfare. Okay. Um, I and I believe that the most latest release that they've made is Call of Duty Black Ops Four, mm-hmm. and I haven't played it myself because. I mean, um, the most recent game of Call of Duty that I own is either Black Ops 3 or World War 2. I don't remember which one is more recent. Right. But, um, yeah, so there's that. Uh, in terms of, like, console exclusive releases, I don't, re- I don't really know about Xbox because I myself have a PlayStation 4 and a PC. So you've made a stand in the console war. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, right on. Cool. Um, my, so far... Um, I'm going to talk about my favorite uh, PlayStation <laughs> release, or PlayStation exclusive release so far. Um, probably the Spider-Man one. The Spider-Man game? Yeah, because I've always been a fan of the Spider-Man games. Um, I just, I'm, I'm a huge fan of the whole dynamic of, well, like, you can... What is it about the Spider-Man game that, th- this particular one, that's been capturing everybody's imagination? Because we've got one of our hosts on the show is a huge Spider-Man fan, and he tells me all the different, like, ways, but, like, he's not... He doesn't always describe it to me in a way that says, okay, I'm going to buy this. So 
Sell me on the Spider-Man game. What what goes on in that game? So in the Spider-Man game, um, you follow the storyline of Spider-Man, mm-hmm. and um, obviously because I mean it's Spider-Man. Yeah, Peter Parker uh, yeah. gets bitten by that bug. Gotcha. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And so you go through and you fight different villains. Yeah. Um, that Spider-Man has fought over time, and it, I think, and so yeah, there's that, and I think that one of the things that sold me the most on it is the fact that you can get skins like you can get iron spider as a skin you can get like an old like you can get a skin that looks like spider-man from like one of the first games that you can get different really cool skins like that and um also the web um the web shooting and the web slinging dynamic and going around the city i think that's something that's really being um I think that's something that I really know the word for it, but like I think that's one of the main reasons why it's being sold so much is yeah. just because it's bringing a more modern twist to previous Spider-Man games, and you can, you know, be as if you're actually Spider-Man, and you can go around the city getting objectives. And like, um, there's many gamer, many gaming channels that have played Spider-Man, and um, so yeah, that's really cool. And if you want more information, you can go watch um, one of the YouTubers that I was watching. I'm, I believe it was Jacksepticeye. Okay. I believe I, it was a while when I a while ago when I watched it, but just look up like Spider-Man PS4 exclusive gameplay. Okay. And so look the, for a popular gaming channel and. Right on. So the can, open world aspect of this particular Spider-Man game is something that's yeah. appealing to you, obviously. That's yeah, what I've heard the most out of everything. Yeah, I I love the open world aspect, and um, I think that open world is one of the things that like people that a lot of people look forward to in games nowadays is because like it's not like Pokemon where I mean granted Pokemon is an open world game but it's not like you know it's technically quote unquote open world but like there's a path that you follow I mean granted you can go backwards forwards left right and so you don't have to necessarily go on the single path you can kind of divert off if you want to yeah right on so there's nice side adventures that still keep you in line to focus on the actual journey yeah and um another thing with video games that I think is like a real seller with open world is Easter eggs. Easter eggs. Exactly. Like I know. That, um, I know they're fun when I used to find them when I was playing the games that I played. Yeah. Um. Not talking about Spider-Man, but like Watch Dogs Two, the game. Um. And Watch Dogs Two, somewhere in the map, I'm still looking for it myself because I own the game on PC. Mm-hmm. I'm still looking for it, but somewhere on the map, you can actually find the Ubisoft office. Like what the Ubisoft office in the city where it's set, <laughs> and then hack into one of the, like the security cameras and look inside, and I think that's just really cool how Easter eggs have developed from like I believe from like the very earliest Easter egg, yeah, which was in um, a game where like you know developers didn't really put their names into their games. Right, it was mainly just oh here's the company it's made by. Yeah, if you. There's a game that if you go into it and then go a certain area, it literally, like, shows you made by and then the developer's name, which I think is probably one of the first, the very first Easter eggs. And nowadays you can find, like, there's Easter eggs where, like, in Just Cause 4, where um, if you find a certain gun and you shoot people with it, they turn into cows. Oh, really? 
Yeah, they don't just like turn the cow into poop. They it's not like just regular cow. Like no, they keep like if the human is like you know mowing the lawn or something, and you zap him into a cow, it literally turns into a cow mowing a lawn, <laughs> which I think is I think is, that's absolutely hilarious. It, it kind of opens up the imagination aspect in that regard. Yeah, so, exactly. So what is the worst game you've played recently? Ooh, that that's a tough one. Honestly, don't be, don't be afraid. They're not gonna hear you. you can t- <laughs> no, I, I know that they're not gonna hear me. But like, I, uh, I've played a lot of really good games. But um, I think that the one that I was like, this game is, in my opinion, absolute dog crap. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it depends on if you're talking about like console and PC or mobile. Uh, let's go with console. All right, console. Um, the surge. The Search? Yeah, I got that as a PlayStation 4 um, PS Plus um, free game of the month thing. I literally couldn't even complete the tutorial. It was a pain in the ass. <laughs> I'm going to be honest. It, like, I literally got through one part, and I unlocked a feature, and I picked up a weapon, and it was like, you know, press this button and this button to access this cre- this enemy's you know, weak spot. Now I would do that, and as soon as I finished that, it would, like it would go away. Like I think it was glitch or something for me, but like as soon as it showed, it would like go away, and it would, and the game kept being like kill the enemy, and I'd swing at the enemy's like weak spot, and they would just turn around and block it and then kill me. <laughs> and I spent like half an hour just trying to beat this thing, and I was like, screw this game, uninstalled it. So it it's was, not so it's not even necessarily difficulty. It's just whatever they're choosing you to kind of like guide through in the game exactly yeah wow so what would you want to see out of a video game above anything else in the years to come um well it really depends on what kind of game you're looking for if it's like if you're looking for like a shooter game mm-hmm. um i would be looking forward to um good gameplay um like a good anti-cheating service like battle eye that's a good one anti-cheating service so you, yeah. ba- so you basically can't put a cheat code in or no, like, um, anti-cheating, like, you know, people can download, like, aimbot, speed hack, jump hack, okay. all these, invisibility, and I think that a game that uses a good, a well-known, um, anti-cheat service, so that, you know, you know, somebody sees, like, their systems recognize somebody going way faster than everyone else, and then check the user, and they're walking, they're not in a car or anything and they're using a speed hack or they look at the users kills and it's like they got so many headshots in a row so many times and like I've seen so many gameplays where it's like um the refs like in esports people will literally hack really in the like in the actual tournament because like the refs have been watching and they'll see like a person on one team like underneath like in a building and then a person on the other team like on top of the building and it literally Shows them aiming down into the person's head and like trying to shoot them through the wall. So you clearly know they're cheating. Exactly, which unless it's just dumb luck, which I've seen users, I've seen YouTubers who don't hack. Yeah. But they just, dude, watch this, ready? I'm not gonna make it. And then they shoot through a wall and they get a headshot. I mean, if you look at their previous kills, and you know their KDR, their you know wins and losses, you know if they get a lot of kills per game with headshots that exact way, then there's a better chance that they're hacking, whereas if you look at, um, like, Slow and L's, like, oh, well, they got killed three times in a row, but then they got two kills in a row and then a headshot. 
then that then that's like more like well they're probably not cheating because I got killed three times in a row. Right. You know, it's something kind of like that. Huh. Um. I had no idea this was going on in the gaming world. Henry, were you aware of this? Oh gosh. Yeah, and like the thing is, like so that's the thing for shooters like good gameplay, um, probably a campaign, and offline play for people who can't access online. Or right. they just want to do, like, some, like, the campaign. So, yeah, campaign, offline play, online play. Um, a, another special game mode, like, zombies or, like, an arcade mode, like a speedrun or something. Um, and then a good array of guns, good balanced guns. Like, granted, I know that it's hard to make a balanced gun. Like, with a shotgun, you have to make it so, like, at really close... It's a one-shot kill, but from really far away, you know, they can't even hit. Or right. it's a very low-damage hit. Because, you know, with a shotgun, I know that there's some games, like, if you take, like, the most inaccurate shotgun and then put, like, a six-time scope on it, pick you can get headshots, like, if it was a sniper. So, but, this, is, so this is something that needs to kind of be better, better resolved. Exactly. And, like I said, I know that it takes a lot to make a gun very balanced, but, like... If a gun, if a game has very well balanced guns and they keep doing events and adding stuff and this and that, but don't make, but pretty much all I'm trying to say is make it a good game, but look at Fortnite and don't do what they're doing. Like what they do is they add new stuff every like 12 hours, or there's where they cycle through old stuff every 12 hours. They do limited time modes and they add like all this random stuff and like. It's just, I don't like it because it used to be fun. It used to be, like, you know, people actually being good, being good at trying at the game. Now it's just people who stream and have their sensitivity really high, and they have all these different key sets. And you know, you shoot someone with a pistol, do one damage, boom. Next thing you know, you have a giant tower in front of you, <laughs> and that's just not fun. Yeah. But so yeah, good fun game and look at what people want and implement that right on and like instead of and like instead of for shooter like for open world games yeah make it so that like there's easter eggs there's like quests like Skyrim GTA um Minecraft okay and if you're gonna make a game like a survival game like Minecraft uh huh Depending on if you want it to be hard or easy, make it easy to play or hard. Like Minecraft, for example, like is supposed to be a casual survival game. You know, you're not trying to make teepee huts to survive for a night. You know, it's not like um, what's the game? What's the game? Uh, it's not like Rust, mm. right? Where you have to make this tool to make this tool to make this tool. You know, you don't make a basic boat to make a ship, to make a giant battleship. You know, in Minecraft, you can do creative or survival. You can, it's easy to f figure out what stuff is. Like, oh, I want to make an end, an end portal. Right. And you can look in the recipes, and it'll be like, oh, you need this, that, blah, blah, blah. And so, yeah, just make it fun, make it easy or hard depending on what kind of game you want you just be, be looking for an ultimate experience at that point exactly yeah. yeah well this has been 
This has been a pleasure speaking with you about this because I am now a lot more educated on video games. Thank you for sitting down yeah. and chatting with me. Awesome. Thank you for having me. This has been Real Nerds Podcast Live from Denver Pop Culture Con. Signing off. This has been another Real Nerds Podcast interview from Denver Pop Culture Con 2019. See you next year. Thank you for listening to this episode of Real Nerds Podcast. Real Nerds Podcast is a production of Nebulous Visions Multimedia. Thank you to Sparks Mandrill and Plan 9 Studios for our kick-ass theme song. Also, if you're in the Denver area and you're looking for a cool place to see movies, we see them at the Alamo Draft House in Littleton and now also in Sloan's Lake. Thank you to Colorado Coins, Cards, and Comics for supplying us with all our comic needs, especially you, Andrew. You know who you are. And a big shout-out to James's mom. I'm giving you an electronic hug that you can feel through the airwaves. Thanks for listening, and have a nice day.